0: Should we just address it?
1: Yeah we might as well so okay. uh, you know, we're recording this episode on it is April 9th aka happy Easter <laughs> you're listening to this weeks after because you would, the earliest you can listen to this is because it is May 5th which is when the episode is coming out All right but we're uh, we have to do a little bit of a headwork for reasons that we will touch on in this episode hey. <laughs> and yeah we are doing it the morning after we had some some rather breaking and unsettling news in the Taylor Swift universe. Taylor and Joe are no more.
0: You're shattered. It's over. It's done.
1: I really was not doing well.
0: No, upstairs. you kind of went insane. You came upstairs and you just like, I told you to sit down. Yeah. You were, you were unwell. First, I didn't believe it because I wasn't seeing it anywhere. And I was like, but then I thought, and I was like, it would be weird for this to be like some rumor that wasn't true, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. There were as because I went and did the the Google news search for it, and mm. there were enough reputable seeming sources coming up reporting on it that mm. yeah, it didn't seem like this was just you know your two hundred proof tabloid yeah. making stuff up.
0: Yeah. So you have a lot of feelings, so I'm going to let you kind of like, I don't know, process them in real time on the podcast if you need to. I mean, like I'll weigh in too, but like I don't have as many thoughts as you probably do. Um, I mean, I don't think I
1: really have that many thoughts. It was just okay, more the, yeah. the shocking reaction. I mean, is, is some of that reaction is, you know, it's reflective of the kind of you know people throw around the, the word parasocial a lot, you know <laughs> in the social media right? age <laughs> yeah. of like cuz at the end of the day when you look at this couple objectively speaking we know next to nothing about their actual right. private lives which
0: is very purposeful
1: exactly yeah and i mean even taylor herself has talked about that on a couple occasions where mm. with this with this relationship in particular she was very intentional about not saying a whole lot in the public about it
0: right which is interesting because like she says a lot in her music but it's not like i think she's very she's gotten very good at like being personal in her songs but keeping it to her music yeah and not making it into like oh i'm gonna go on to this uh thing i'm going to do this interview or whatever and talk about my, my relationship like every time she mentions it it's part of her art which i think is kind of beautiful actually which yeah. makes it which does make it quite heartbreaking when you think about it that way
1: yeah exactly and then that's the kind of strange sort of space that you're in in this moment where you're like you on the one hand again you look at it sort of objectively and you are know, like you know almost nothing about their relationship their private dynamics know, mm. what they're going through But then also for that very reason that you say that it kind of comes through in your music, you do kind of feel, have this feeling of like, oh, you do know when in reality you don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never, and this is uh, considering my, (laughs) my day job, the fact that I don't really ever, I don't get emotionally invested in these kinds of things. Like I'm very much like celebrities lives as like as public as they are certain things don't have to be and like when it comes to like who's with who or who just got back together with who like I just kind of have never cared that much and like I care very much about like um certain aspects of it I guess Uh, but when like when I heard this news last night I was kind of like oh that's sad and then that like that was the only feeling I had it's (laughs) it's because I'm so like disconnected from it like, I I feel like it's, I've been this way for a long time, and I don't know what this says about me or if this is normal or whatever, but I've cared so much more about the art than the artist. Like, okay. I think Taylor Swift is great. I like knowing things about her and whatever, and I like learning new things and things like that. But, like, I'm so much more invested in the p- things that people create than I am in the people themselves. Now, that doesn't always... That's not always the case because, like, a lot of what I do is... I want to. I want to go more in depth of like people and like why they make the things they make and things like that. Like there's that aspect of it. But when it comes to like Taylor's with this person, she's been with this person. I don't even know how many years because that's how much I don't know. Six. Six years. That's a long time. Yeah, uh, I think that's time. the
1: other factor of it. Yeah, is just the duration of their relationship.
0: Yeah, it. I just am like, oh, that's really that's really heartbreaking. I feel bad, but like, I I also get the feeling that like they've not been together for a while and so i'm kind of like oh like she's probably like as past it as you can be that might not be true i don't know but like the timing of them announcing this feels weird to me because yeah. she's in the middle of her tour so it's like have they been have they been broken up for a while she goes on this tour people are starting to notice that he's not there and then they realize oh they have to say something you know is is that what happened or like like well, like I'm not saying that there has to be a reasoning behind the timing. Like, I'm not saying there has to be some kind of something going on behind the scenes where they're deliberate about when they're saying something. It just feels weird to me that, like, she's in the middle of this giant tour. The first time she's toured in a while, it's this big whole deal. And all of a sudden, in the middle of that, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way. I just, I don't understand that. But I guess maybe we're not meant to.
1: Right, right, right. No, you're totally right that it is is an odd moment because you would think it might be something that would happen. Let's say either... Before at the start or as it ends, as it's wrapping up and it's over, but then just to come just smack in the middle of it.
0: Because part of me is like, she's obviously been focused on putting this tour together for a long time. I can't imagine like her being that focused on it and also dealing with this at the same time. That's why I'm like, I hate being like trying to figure out like what actually happened because we're never gonna know. We don't know now. We know nothing. We're probably never gonna know anything beyond maybe think she writes about um i don't know that for sure i guess i can't say that but it just seems like i can't imagine like her putting this tour together doing all this prep about to go on tour and all of a sudden they're like yeah no because it feels like it's a big thing that they would have had to like work through and talk about yeah um because i i do think that like if you're in a relationship for that long the breakup is not going to be like just this random thing i feel like it's going to be this thing that like It comes up gradually, but then when it actually is going to happen, it's not just like, "Oh yeah, we're done." It's a whole conversation. It's a whole thing you have to like decide together. I guess. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's sad, but I'm not like actually sad because I don't know. Maybe it's also me being a journalist and kind of like being able to like separate my emotions from the real or from the quote unquote facts. I don't know. Maybe that's it.
1: (laughs) It could be. I I mean, yeah.
0: I don't know. Um, I just like. I I yeah I just I, I don't like what's going to happen which is all of the Swifties gonna start like speculating and like being like what happened and like deciding for themselves like what the story is even though they're never gonna know yeah. I don't like that's the part of this stuff I don't like um because like you and I can talk about it like amongst ourselves and be like oh I wonder but like people are gonna like make this their whole personality just,
1: yeah yeah
0: I I'm not that kind of fan I'm very like that part of fandom in general i don't love it i don't i never have
1: no i agree
0: but this is all just me like i I somehow stumbled into entertainment journalism but my the level of caring that i have for celebrities in general is just not not a lot (laughs) it it doesn't interest me that much um which is hilarious because of what we're doing right now
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I am not all that interested, in, like, invested in celebrities with the exception of, like, this one.
0: <laughs> like, if you ask, like, I don't know, like, there are lists out there of, like, everyone that Taylor Swift has dated or has been rumored to date. I don't know, like, most of those. I know, like, the big ones, but there's okay. First of all, there's a lot. And I'm sorry, but just like, I can't keep up with that. But second of all, like, if you just, like, name, a celebrity that I would know, like, I know their name. I know what they've been in and ask me like who they're with now. I have no idea. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Now I want to, now I wanna, at, at some point in space Swifties, I want to do like a, one of these is not like the other game where I gave you like three celebrities. I'm like two of these have dated Taylor Swift. One has not. Can you pick the one Okay, who but I not? almost
0: feel like if we did that. I w- like if you told me the names, I would be like, oh yeah, yes, no. But maybe I'd be, oh, that would be fun because maybe I'd be. She's like totally wrong. I'd be like, wait, I thought she dated that person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna jot this down for uh, another episode.
0: Oh man, I mean, that's just really gonna show like how how much I just don't know. Um, but like, I don't know. I am very much into the art, and like I have nothing against Taylor Swift, and I, but I just I do want her to be happy. Um, and I guess that's the other thing about a breakup is, like, at the end of the day, it's both of you are going to be happier with someone else. Right. Um, and what we're not going to do is start speculating who she's going to be with next because I re- if it, if there's something I hate about fandom and celebrity, it's that. Like, I don't – she can figure it out herself. Um, and she can – you know what she can also do is just never tell anyone who she's with ever again. It's just a secret now. <laughs> Oh, I, I hope you're okay. I hope you're going to get through this. Um, you seem a little sad today.
1: I? I, I got this. I can make it through. <laughs> I, I've got my caffeine here. I'm going to power through. Oh, okay,
0: uh, I mean, it's hilarious that we had to start the episode this way, and now we're going to go into the part that we actually planned, which is the, kind of like the exact opposite. Exactly. <laughs> of a
1: But before that, this is Space Swifties, a Star Wars and Taylor Swift podcast. <laughs> I'm one of your co-hosts, Devor,
0: and I'm Meg, and we um, did not plan on talking about that this morning. We planned to record this morning. We've had that plan for a minute because we have to record ahead um, for reasons that we'll talk about. And uh, this happened last night, and uh, here we are. Um, yeah, we're we're fine. We we hope that you're doing okay. I mean, by the time you listen to this, it will have been a minute. So <laughs> hopefully, you're not still in mourning. <laughs> and the reason this is hilarious um is because this is one of the reasons you were freaking out last night is because today we're talking about weddings (laughs) 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 and you're like how are we supposed to talk about weddings on this episode tomorrow when we had to talk about this because the the other thing is that we couldn't like not address it that would just be weird
1: yeah exactly (laughs) but you know now it's got to kind of you know this episode kind of has like a yin and yang quality it's like you know yeah you know, the some, unity of opposites.
0: <laughs> some things uh don't last forever and some things do. So
1: <laughs> there's exactly. two ends of the
0: spectrum, I guess. Not that marriage is uh the end goal for everyone, or that it should be, or that it means happily ever after. Uh but you know what? Yeah, Sometimes we're it talking does.
1: about Star Wars weddings <laughs> here. It's not uh, there's very little happily ever after. I mean,
0: there there is uh, at least one couple that I hope there's a happily ever after <laughs> that
1: we're gonna talk about. Yes.
0: Oh, like, uh, uh, um, I totally, yeah, so weddings. we're gonna talk about,, um, we're gonna we picked three Star Wars weddings, the three like main ones, two you'll probably know of more than the other one. But if you're a book fan, you'll love that one too. Um, we're gonna talk about weddings, and we're also going to pair those weddings with um Taylor Swift songs that would ideally be their first dance song, uh, which I think is really fun because um, we we had to go through you and I, the Taylor Swift songs that might be first dance songs and pick one for ourselves. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. So I I really don't know where to go from here. How do we start this?
1: Yeah. I mean, it depends on what order. I mean, we could talk about them. You know, we could talk about these three couples in terms of either chronologically in Star Wars or Mm -hmm. in terms of real world when we're introducing them, it might be helpful at this point for you, dear listener, for us to tell you what couples we're talking about <laughs> yep. instead of being so obtuse about it. <laughs> so the three couples and the three weddings that we're going to talk about, because we have content. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of, of course, couples in Star Wars, but we pick these three because A, they're couples, and B, we have Star Wars media that gives us a decent chunk of insight into their wedding enough for us to actually mm-hmm. make an episode about. Mm-hmm. And those are Anakin and Padme, Han and Leia, and Ziri and Fontu Zen.
0: Yay, High Republic.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, which does mean, just because, I'm going to put this in because of the relative timing of media re- releases relative to when this episode comes out. It does mean that in this episode, we will be getting into some spoil spoilery things regarding the High Republic novel Convergence. Mm-hmm. So maybe, possibly, in our episode description, we'll put some little, like, minute stamps, just yep. so, like, if you are or are planning to read Convergence, you can just skip over those parts. Yeah.
0: That, that was good. I wouldn't have thought of that. Good yeah. job.
1: Yeah. But hope. we're also, we're also going to be touching on both Queen's Hope and Princess and the Scoundrel, but yep. those have been out for almost a year or so.
0: <laughs> right. And, like, Queen's Hope, especially, you know, uh... You you know that the wedding happens. It's not really not really a spoiler. Um, I, I guess Han and Lei you know get married at some point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, do you want to go in the order that you just said? Um, because you did. Anakin, Padme, Han, Leia, and then Ziri, Fondu.
1: Okay, Ziri yeah, we might as well. That's that's really no order at all. it's no, not. It's, it's not, not even either in... chronological order in Star Wars timeline, nor is it chronological in terms of when we meet the couples as viewers. N- no, it, just, it there it's is the Devor no... order. It's like
0: <laughs> the It's order. like some weird,
1: like I don't know, <laughs> some jumping like <laughs> nested order. I don't know what it is. Oh
0: my god, Anakin and Padme. Yeah. Um this is the one that I thought of first okay um because uh, I don't know why it's just the the song that I thought of just came to me immediately and I mean and the, the one the way that I knew it was gonna stick is because I smile a little bit <laughs> um, you know we know how this relationship ends up we don't need to get sad about it in this moment we can focus on the happy moment which is them actually getting married which we see. At the end of Attack of the Clones, and then again a little bit in Queen's Hope, which is the third book in a trilogy that you should read Um, (laughs) because it's very good, especially if there are, like, Padme fans out there and you're like, we didn't get enough Padme in the movies or even we didn't get enough Padme in the Clone Wars even though we got more, the Queen's Trilogy, as many of us call it, by E.K. Johnston, gives you so much good Padme content. It's good Padme content. There's good... um, Oh, what is their ship name? What is their ship name? They have a ship name. What is it? Are you talking about
1: Padme and yeah. Salve?
0: No, oh. no, Padme and
1: Anakin. Oh, um, um, uh, Anadala. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm sure, uh, there, there are Padme and Salve shippers. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> there, yes.
0: Uh, there's good, that content too. And then there's, uh, in especially Queen's Hope, there's good, uh, Anadala content. Um, but, so, for Anakin and Padme, the... I don't know. Should we, like, do the thing where we, like, say the song at the same time and see if it's the same?
1: No, we should just go separately, <laughs> okay. just like we did on the prior okay. episode.
0: <laughs> the song that I picked for them was um, Invisible String. Okay. <laughs> I like it because it's, like, if you think about their story and you're, like, they could have never met, but they did. Mm-hmm. And, then you think, and then you think about all of the pieces that kind of, like, had to be put together in order for them to meet and then they end up together. It actually kind of happens with them twice um, because they meet the first time on Tatooine, which never should have happened because of the ship. Whatever. Um,
1: (laughs) The other ship, like an actual ship that transports people. The actual
0: flying ship that goes through space. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so they meet on Tatooine because they happen to... They, could, they had to land there. Uh, we, all, we all know the plot of Phantom Menace, right? <laughs> um, but then they happen to meet again. I mean, it's a little bit more like it could have happened anytime in Attack of the Clones, but Anakin and Obi-Wan just happen to be assigned to her because they, she needs protection. And they meet again, and then uh, they go to Naboo, and they fall in love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the song is very much similar to that, where it's like she's looking back on like, all the little things that, like, may have, like, fallen into place in order for her and uh, whoever she may have been <laughs> talking about at the time um, to be together and happy <sighs> forever, question <sighs> mark?
1: I mean, no. I
0: <laughs> ah, no. uh, Oh, we went to Sad Town. Yeah. We weren't supposed to go there. Why'd you go there again?
1: Because this is Star Wars. We're talking about couples uh, in Star Wars. Oh,
0: no. Um, I mean... It's, it's not forever now in both layers, so here yeah. we are.
1: <laughs> but I really like that pick. I think it is a really good one, I think, for the exact reasons that you mentioned about. Yeah, it does seem like for the two of them there is this kind of invisible string that connects them because, yeah, the, the coincidences of their both meeting and then their reunion despite many years and them being on very different paths in mm-hmm. life and so on. But yeah, it does seem like there's kind of an invisible string that connects them.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I, that was one actually I considered for a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, certainly for the same reasons about that the metaphor of the invisible string, yeah. and then also just the I don't know the the song itself, and you know, like the the tone of it all and everything like nice. does kind of suit like you can almost kind of picture you know them hanging out in the Naboo Lake Country or something like it's got that kind Aww, of vibe right yeah but it is not the song that I ended up going with mm. this is probably of the three this is probably my most out of left field pick oh man okay. because it was one of those that just I don't know. It, literally I was thinking about it this morning. It somehow it popped into my head and then I went and listened to the song mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? It it actually kind of works. Mm-hmm. Like it, you wouldn't think of it as a as a first dance song, but particularly this version of it does mm-hmm. work and it is the acoustic version of Lavender Haze. What? <laughs> what? Excuse me? Yeah. Um. Please explain. Yeah, this is a really good one. Like, the OG Lavender Haze would not work as a first no. dance song. No. This is actually one of two acoustic versions of a Taylor Swift song that I have in my oh. my three picks. Okay. Because, yeah, the acoustic versions that she's released, I think those, at least for certain songs, make them kind of more amenable to being yeah. first dance songs than the OG recordings. Right.
0: Well, she even did with lover she did like a a wedding first dance version of it yeah which is like kind of the same but not
1: yeah but the og lover is better than the the first dance version
0: hey come on i like that one
1: it's 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 good it's good
0: it serves a very specific purpose
1: yeah but i think as a first dance song the og lover is fine in and of itself okay i think it works but the reason I picked Lavender Haze, is why I went with this one. One, because it was a little bit of an out of left field pick. I don't like that idea of mm. picking something that doesn't read as a traditional Taylor Swift first dance song. But then particularly when I went to look at the the lyric content of it, mm. I thought it was also interesting. Because it, it's a little bit evocative of, in our discussion of the prior episode, when we were talking about Sweet Nothing. Mm-hmm. Lavender Hayes kind of has a similar quality mm. where both of these are songs about Taylor, like sort of writing about being in the public limelight mm. and all the scrutiny and pressure. And then her having this partner who is kind of, or this partner in this relationship that kind of exists outside of all that. Mm. And so I was thinking again, if you look at some of the, the lyrics, like she sings like at the beginning, like, i've been under scrutiny you handle it beautifully all this shit is new to me uh, you know like i feel the lavender haze creeping up on me surreal i'm damned if i do give a damn what people say mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like and just this idea of like i just want to stay in, in that lavender haze yes. i sort of thought of that like in the context of like them getting married and like had mm-hmm. me thinking about like There's the whole public life. She's a senator. She's got all these people putting all this pressure and scrutiny on her. And, like, Mm. I just want to stay kind of in this moment, like, the lavender haze of, you know, them getting married and being together Mm. and not having to kind of deal with all that stuff out there.
0: Mm. That's really good, actually. I didn't think about it like that. I like it. I like it. And I I like um, Queen's Hope is, like, a really good, like, story to read if you want like more of that content because we didn't really get a lot of it like we got an attack of the clones like before they're married and they're trying to figure this out and then in Legend of the sith you get you get that but what they did with padme in that movie just makes it hard to like really say that you got the that content but queen's help is very much like they're trying still to navigate what life is like for them as a married couple now, um, which I really like. Um, and I <laughs> I read that book like right before we got married last year. <laughs> so yeah. so there was that. Um, I did not actually love this song when it first came out, when okay. I first heard it. And I was like, I don't know. But it's it like, it, as has happened with me and Taylor Swift songs, for a while I was like, I'll listen to it more and it grows on me. Um, it's not that I didn't like it. I just, I didn't connect with it that much. But you really have to like, sit with it listen to it and i'm like yeah cool i haven't listened to the acoustic version enough i don't think
1: um, yeah, it's really good
0: yeah gotta listen to it i'll listen to it after this
1: yeah her acoustics i was just really good yeah like that yeah. one the acoustic version of anti-hero slaps I've, it's like I have the not best to that one it's like the best version that is genuinely like it's better than the og version of anti-hero
0: oh i gotta listen to it
1: yeah it slaps it's really good <laughs> it's Listen, I'm in my 30s. I'm using decade-old slang. Get over it.
0: I mean, we're here. We're doing great. (laughs) All right, who's next? Han and Leia. Han and Leia. Leia. I love Princess and the Scoundrel. It's so good. Again, um, came out a couple months after we got married and like extremely relatable in a lot of ways for me. (laughs) Um, But, okay, Han and Leia... I had two for this one, and okay. I still kind of have two. And I'm having a really hard time picking which one I want to use. I'll start. Okay, I'll, I'll give you both of them. Okay. I'll give you the one that I am not super happy with, happy with and the one that I think is, is not, like, necessarily a great fit, but could still work if you think about it. Actually, maybe it works a lot better than I thought at first. Okay, so the first one I thought for them was Lover. Okay. Um, which is, is nice and sweet and, like, fits them very well and very much fits, I think, the vibe of their wedding, which happens on Endor, and it's a whole whole thing. I'm not going to, like, super spoil it because um, I feel like you really have to read it um, to really, like, appreciate it because um, Ewoks, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the, the problem I have with using Lover is it's, like, too basic like it's a good song and it works as a first-hand song and I love the song and the more I listen to it the more I like it um but like for Han and Leia it's a little bit too like eh yeah like almost like I want to say predictable like you probably would have thought that maybe I would have picked this one um
1: it's it's the very i mean as far as taylor swift first dance song though mm-hmm. it's very much on the nose you could almost yeah. put it with any couple
0: yeah i mean if you think about the three couples that we're talking about today invisible string could also kind of work with a lot of them yeah
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> you're not wrong
0: yeah uh you know because lover is very much like it it is like the most love song of love songs <laughs> where it's just yes. it really could work with Lot, which is why it's such a commonly used first dance song, which I learned when we were <laughs> trying to pick a first dance song. I, I think we could have gone with... We didn't go with Lover. Um, we could have gone with Lover, but it's like, again, um, it, it's like people would have expected that, you know? Yeah. And, and that's not you. That's not your vibe. You don't want to no. do the expected thing, uh, oh. which is why we picked the one that we did. Um, but the other one that I thought of, you might. this might actually upset you. <laughs>
1: To do your worst.
0: I, I I should have looked up the actual title of the song. Um, All the Girls You've Loved Before. <laughs> <laughs> that is the title of the song. The, I couldn't remember it was like a shorter version of the lyric.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> okay, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Han has been with multiple women before Leia, okay? And, like, he learned. He grew.
1: <laughs> he gets kidnapped by one of them while he is frozen.
0: I'm sorry, but I'm also not.
1: <laughs> That's really good. You
0: didn't think about that one, did you? No.
1: It's so good.
0: It's hard because this, this song, like, just came out. Uh <laughs> so it's like i forgot about it and then i I remembered it and i was like wait this could actually work and like as i was bringing this up i'm like oh because i I remembered kira and i was like oh it works but i forgot i just like didn't think of like how perfect it actually is yes (laughs) because the song is you know like you are who you are because of the women you were with before um which is (laughs) very true hon i love you i'm sorry
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's not you're not wrong It is. It's a really good song to pick for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, and it's one that's very applicable in that one because, you know, for a lot of Star Wars couples in particular, you don't have much about, Mm -mm. like, their prior relationship history.
0: Well, like, think about Anakin. Yeah. (laughs) He's got nobody. He ain't out there dating. Nobody at least not that we know of
1: exactly there's a lot of untold story in the 10 years between phantom (laughs) menace and clones so but yeah like we don't get a lot of cases like han is one of those rare cases where you get the star wars story and there's a relationship prior to the kind of main relationship that you associate that person with Mm. you don't get a ton of those in star wars no so yeah it's a if there's really any couple to be able to use that song for that's the couple that you use that song i'm
0: so happy right now
1: (laughs) exactly i wasn't sure
0: if it was gonna land but it definitely did.
1: no it's it's perfect (laughs)
0: it's so much better than lover yes because it's the the one you're not expecting it's the
1: one that you're absolutely not (laughs) expecting i love it It's a really good one. I mean, mine's kind of like pale in comparison to that, but I'm going to give it anyway. I'm sure it's great. Tell me. So the one that I picked that comes off of the expanded edition of Speak Now is Ours.
0: Oh, okay. I love that, though. I love this song. This
1: is a really good song. This was kind of the... Taylor Swift first dance song before Lover came around, I would say. Yeah. Mm. And the reason I picked this one in particular for Han and Leia is because you've got these little uh, parts where, you know, you've got, you know, she's saying things like, and you'll say, don't you worry your pretty little mind, people throw rocks at things that shine, and life makes love look hard, the the stakes are high, the water's rough, but this love is ours, Mm. and... You've got, you know, your hands are tough, but they are where mine belong. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then particularly, I think this is the part that made me think of them was saying, I love the gap between your teeth and I love the riddles that you speak. And any snide remarks from my father about your tattoos will be ignored. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking about because, again, to go back to the title of the book, the princess and the scoundrel. Right, right. Because like Taylor in the song is singing about this guy who's like, Oh, like people look like people look at us and people particularly look at like you and they're like, w- like, why is he with her? And like, he's kind of like, you know, like rough. He's got the gap between his teeth and he's got the tattoos. Like he's not really like fit for her, but she's saying like, ignore all the people like, who are saying things or like talking smack about you or like looking down on you. Like, this is our love. So I think about like that kind of princess and the scoundrel, like, cause you've got this. the the senator royalty and then she's with this scoundrel Mm. smuggler guy Mm. and people being like well like you know what's going on here like why would you fall in love with this guy Mm. and it's like well like ignore like this this love is ours like forget about like people who are looking at Mm. us and thinking like oh like you're not good enough for me or whatever
0: Mm. fun fact Mm -hmm. Han Leia was my first like the first Star Wars ship where I was like yeah man I'm with it um back when I used to write Star Wars fan fiction, which was a thing that happened. Um, they Uh, were like my,
1: yeah, yeah, sorry. Finish your thought.
0: No, they were just my, uh, they were like the only ship I was like, let's go. Um, and I love them. I do because it's very much like they wouldn't have really ended up together if things had worked out differently, but you know, they met and it was kind of like, it just worked. Um, and I love their relationship and I love that. Like, despite what happens later on in the story like through everything they still always loved each other um Mm -hmm. i think that's really beautiful because like life is long and it's hard as the as the song says and um but they you know they make it through and they still love each other through everything Uh. oh i'm emotions see i get emotional about stories not so much actual people Which (laughs) oh i'm normal it's fine
1: yeah, so it's funny that you say that about Han and Leia being your f- first ship and stuff, like mm-hmm. the first couple you kind of got attached to, because I have the sort of opposite with Han and Leia, which uh-huh. is that it really it wasn't until Beth Revis's book came out mm-hmm. that I really kind of sold me as a couple. Yeah, like I had always struggled with them, and that largely comes out of the experience of the way that their relationship unfolds in the OT. Yeah. Which is that, like, I am never, I've never been a big fan in fiction of the kind of trope of they're fighting and bickering and yelling at each yeah. other, but it's because they actually have feelings for one another. Yeah, same. Like, I'm not a huge fan of that. Like, it feels in particular like for something like Empire, which is where you know you really get the love story starting to blossom. Like, it's yeah. you know you you can read backwards into a New Hope, but really it's kind of right. in there. Yeah. It, it's one of those things that where empire at least for me when i watch it, like empire feels very much a species of the time it was created yeah it feels like that. that kind of yeah. 1980s sam and diane cheers relationship of like they're constantly at each other's throats Never but it's because they have feelings for each other so it, it's like it's one of those things in star wars that like for all the elements of it that feel timeless like i watched am like man that feels very dated it feels yeah. very yeah. of the time it, it was made
0: yeah. I, I don't love their relationship in Empire. I think it's very much like, and, and you do have to watch it in terms of like, as you said, this came out in 1980. Like, this is just how it was. Um, but I do like that what Beth Ravis did was she was able to take that and like kind of turn it into something that was a lot more relatable. Um, cause I did, I related to their relationship in this book a lot. Um, that's a but your song pick for this is really good um i i like forgot i forget about there she has so many songs and i just forget about them sometimes and i'm like oh wait that was a good pick
1: (laughs) it's also easy to sometimes forget about the kind of i guess what the expanded universe of taylor swift songs (laughs) which is all the the bonus tracks and from the vault etc. well
0: especially because like for a long time i didn't have access to those Um, I didn't, I wasn't like, I was a Taylor Swift fan, but I didn't like go out and like get like the like target versions of like, here's two bonus songs or whatever. I don't know if those existed. Like, I don't know how long those have been around, but like in terms of like the bonus stuff that you wouldn't just normally get, I didn't know those really existed until later. Um, when everything was digital and I was like, Oh, this song that I've never heard before. Interesting. Um, yeah. So that's why I forget about those sometimes. Uh, but the R's music video is really good. I really really like it. It's very it's a very it's a very Taylor Swift music video. It makes me happy. Um oh man, we're on our last one already.
1: On our last one, yeah, we are at the most recent of the three couples the that
0: we're talking about. The most recent. Oh okay, once again, we'll remind you, if you haven't read Convergence and you you want to and you don't want to be spoiled, we're gonna talk about things we're going to talk about a relationship from that book uh so uh don't listen to this part i guess (laughs) um ziri and fontu i love them so much like you're you're reading cataclysm now and we won't we definitely won't like super spoil things from that but like i love their relationship so much more after reading the the like second installment of it because it's like again it's that like new relationship, new marriage kind of thing. And like, I, that I, I'm I, very into that right now. <laughs> um, but for this one, this is the one where I was like, this song works for them, it may not work as a first dance song, but I feel like if she had an acoustic version of this, it might work. Um, and I'm very curious to see if I picked the same one that you did, because I feel like we might have, we might be thinking on the same okay. track, I, but I could be wrong. Um, so for them, maybe this is like too much. I don't know. Um, I picked the great war.
1: Okay. Um,
0: not what you think of, not what you think of as a first dance song. It could work, but, eh. um, but it's, the song is like, look at all the things we survived and made it through. And like, literally they're like in the middle of a war. So (laughs) there's a, there's a specific reason why they're getting married. Um, but Uh, do you remember a while ago when I told you that there, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there was a star Wars connection that I made. Was it for this song or I just said a song in general, it was this song, but it was a different, it was different characters. Okay. So I am sure that will come up at some point. Uh, not now. I'm sure we'll talk about this specific specific song, but, um, I just, I mean, this one immediately came to mind for me when I thought of them and I was like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm just going to say it works. Um, I really like this song, I really like. I listen to it a lot more than a lot of the other ones on on. Uh, Midnight's is the name of that album. Correct. I I'm a fan. I promise. <laughs> There's just a lot of names of things. Um, yeah.
1: It, that's a really good pick. It is not mm-hmm. my pick because my pick is an actual acoustic version that exists. Of oh a right, song. You, did,
0: you did say that. <laughs> but
1: yeah, I love the pick of the Great War. You're right; it is a great song. The whole – the 3 a.m. edition of Midnight's in general is just really good. Yeah. I mean, Taylor has a she, – she has a habit. She is guilty of putting some of the best songs from an album in the bonus tracks. Yeah, why? And this song, like Midnight's, is especially guilty of that because yeah. all of them – all the 3 a.m. tracks are bangers. They
0: really are. Like, I – I love Midnight's as a whole, but I feel like a lot of the songs on the 3AM are, like, better than the actual album songs. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like, you could have, like, flipped it. Maybe not with all of them, but... Yeah. I
1: Yeah, I love the pick of The Great War because it mm-hmm. does absolutely fit in their context. Because, you know, when you compare them to the two other couples that we've talked about, Han and Leia on Anakin and Padme, their relationship... Doesn't really start out from a romantic foundation of either mutual feelings or one falling for the other. It really starts out from this kind of political consideration, Mm -hmm. which is that their planets are at war. And then Ziri comes up with this idea as a kind of way to unite their planets and bring the war to an end. And then they kind of start developing an actual relationship based on feelings afterwards.
0: And again, I won't spoil anything. And I don't think you've gotten to this point in the book yet. But there's a part in this book where, like, it like really solidifies that like they absolutely love each other and always will. And I'm I, I think about it. I finished the book like what a couple of weeks ago now, and I'm still thinking about it. I don't know if you've gotten there yet,
1: but oh. no, I don't. I haven't gotten ve- I haven't gotten deep into cataclysm okay. at this time. It, no.
0: If you if you're like a fan of this relationship already, this next book is just going to like. Multiply that by a million—it's so good. It's so they—they they have become like one of my favorite Star Wars couples. I know this is a book, um but it matters <laughs> very much to me.
1: Oh, I mean, my favorite Star Wars couple is also a book couple. So,
0: oh yeah, you're right. That's <laughs> <in Diana, laughs> yeah, from Lost Stars, oh.
1: the best canon novel.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> I say that because I know that's not your case. Because I know you're so tired of people saying How Much they love Lost I, Stars.
0: Listen, it's a good book. It's just there's so many good books and they all get overshadowed by this one book. Have you said the song yet? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> no, because like, I was just sort of reacting to your no, pick so yeah. far. No, yeah. Because I was like, I had a moment. I was like, wait, now's the time. Man.
1: Yeah. All right. So yeah, Ziering Fontu. So my pick for them for their first dance song is, as I've already said, it's another acoustic version that, that does exist. And that is the acoustic version of State of Grace. (gasps) What? Off-red. What? Yes.
0: Oh, I never... Oh, I never even thought of that.
1: Yeah, so State of Grace, one... State of Grace is one of my favorite songs off-red. Quite possibly my favorite song off-red. It's really, really good. Both of them. Both the OG version, which is very kind of alt-rocky. And then especially the acoustic version uh the acoustic version was the surprise song that played when i was when i saw her at reputation so that was really cool getting to because i again i love that song so much so like when she said she was doing the acoustic version of a state of grace like that was just a great experience to get Mm. to see her do it live and yeah so i mean there were a couple things that sort of lyrically got me because again this is one of those cases sort of with lavender haze where the og version really wouldn't work as a first dance song no but the acoustic version i think does work as a first dance song and you know i mean there's a couple of lyrics on here where you know like she's saying for example like towards the end it's like this is a state of grace this is the worthwhile fight Mm-hmm. and then even the sort of i guess what is it the, the refrain of it where she says and i never saw you coming and i'll never be the same <sighs> the fact that, like these were two people like it's very i mean their whole relationship has this kind of romeo and Juliet quality yeah. where it's like they're on opposite sides of this conflict yeah. and then ziri ends up crashing and she gets rescued by fontu mm-hmm. and then they're initially of course and she in particular is very suspicious and distrustful of him mm-hmm. because he's you know, he he's he's the son of the the royals. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like that meeting, like they're like neither of them are the same after that kind of happenstance coming into each other's lives.
0: I love their relationship so much.
1: It's really good.
0: And ugh, are we alright, like we're not gonna again, not talking about spoilers, but like are we done with them now? Because like presumably phase three is gonna go back to other stuff so like all their content like is that it I'm sad (laughs) it's fine you know it's like all the things I like we never get enough of like Phasma (laughs) Phasma never got enough it used to be Bo-Katan but now I'm living my best life so maybe maybe there's hope for the future
1: (laughs) the Mandalorian season 4 Phasma (laughs) (laughs) Well, she'd be like a kid, so I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: (laughs) No, they just like they end up on that planet
1: somehow. (laughs) They They end up on Parnassus.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna manifest now. I need it to happen. I mean, obviously, I'm joking. It would never work. But like, what if? Like John Favreau? Like, come on. (laughs) You've read the books, John Favreau, right? (laughs) love stories. Yes. They're my favorite.
1: Yeah, they're pretty uh, great.
0: They are. I I don't remember how we came up with this idea. I, I feel like it's one of those things that just like came. I think it was us. because of um, the
1: coincidence of when the episode was coming oh, out relative to other oh, things.
0: Should should we like get into that? And we might I as mean, well. We, we don't have to like get into it. Get into yeah.
1: It because- I mean, we, we started this episode talking about... Relationships and privacy and how much you reveal about them. And now it's a good thing to kind of come full circle to that conversation. Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, I like being on the side of things where I can actually like control how much people know anyway. (laughs) I never want to be famous. I don't want, I don't want any of that. Um, So this episode is coming out on, I almost said May the 5th.
1: (laughs) Excuse me, that's like Revenge of the Fifth. I okay, uh,
0: Revenge of the Fifth. I Re- actually
1: um, my preference is Revenge of the Sixth. I think that actually works better it than does, Revenge of the Fifth. It does. But
0: what's the fifth then?
1: I will people say Revenge of the Fifth. No,
0: I know. But like if it's Revenge of the Sixth, then you have to come up with a fifth.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the fifth would be, but I think in terms of being a wordplay, I think Revenge of the Sixth it really works better it than does. Revenge of the Fifth.
0: It does. Fifth is really hard to say. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's when the this episode is coming out. We are recording this quite some time before that, (laughs) so who knows, you may have more Taylor Swift news slash Star Wars news by the time this is coming out. You're not going to get that until later, because we, our wedding, is happening on May the 4th, Um, so it happened, as you're listening to this, yesterday, um, and so we will not be here for its release, it will just be released um yeah. but that's why we wanted to talk about weddings because it's very much on our mind because if you've never planned a wedding before let me tell you it's a lot it sure is and it makes me upset that like in star wars all these weddings that we've talked about like no planning went into this no <laughs> no planning went into any of these weddings it just happened i'm kind of jealous but also like you know it's, it's kind of like how the how our actual <laughs> when we actually got married happened which yeah, pretty is, much uh, uh, the, the, our, our legal
1: ceremony part of getting married was closer to all these Star Wars uh, weddings than like the actual quote-unquote wedding ceremony.
0: Which is basically we just decided to do it. And d- despite things not going the way that we planned them to go, it still happened.
1: <laughs> Again, much like with these couples uh, in Star Wars. You know, so
0: like our, our the actual time in which we got married, which is different than a wedding. We can't say we're getting married because we already are. Um, but we're doing a wedding because ideally you only get one, you know, and we want one. So (laughs) here we are. Um, I think wedding, I've, I've always loved weddings. Weddings make me cry. Um, weddings, you know, weddings are not essential to like define commitment or like how meaningful a relationship is, but I do think they're beautiful. I do think they can have a lot of meaning. Um, and we are choosing to do one because, um, we just want to celebrate with our friends and our family and um you know it's it's weird to do one it feels weird to me to do one when we're already married just because like there is not the stress of oh i'm about to marry this person now it's just all the stress of is the caterer gonna show up on time (laughs) and all of that um but yeah that's why we wanted to do this episode because uh it's on our minds. And um, we don't there aren't a lot of Star Wars weddings. So I thought it would be fun to like kind of like do the do the spin of, oh, here are some really fun Star Wars weddings, but also Taylor Swift. Um, yes. which is this is the perfect show for that. So
1: Exactly. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So it was good to be able to do that. To like tie in you know, some aspect of our own lives that's timely and you know, come up with a topic. Yeah. Milk our lives for content.
0: Oh, uh, sure, We're doing a lot of that lately. <laughs> no, yeah. It's fine. Follow our dog on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact. One of the songs we talked about today could have been our first dance song. Mm-hmm. None of them that we talked about today are our first dance songs. Our first dance song is a Taylor Swift song, but we're not going to tell you what it is. I want you to guess what you think it is, but I'm going to tell you it's not what you think it might be. <laughs> Because like like many of our picks today, it's a we went the unexpected route, but it it matters to us. So I want you to guess what you think it is, and we'll tell you when we come back in June. Um, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Where where can where can people find this wonderful show that we're doing?
1: All right. So if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at space underscore swifties you know if you want to listen to the show i mean you're already listening to the show so right, wherever right. you found it congratulations on finding it and listening to it Yay! keep listening to it there or if you want to for some reason switch platforms uh, we're available on most major platforms apple google spotify amazon etc cetera, etc cetera. and then in terms of us individually you can follow me on twitter at a larger viewpond you can listen to my star wars podcast A larger view of the force and you can also listen to me as a co-host over on clashing sabers
0: hey and if you want to follow me on twitter you can do that at Magdowell. if you like star wars books we talked a little bit about them today Uh, multiple times actually actually a lot talked a lot about books today my uh my star wars podcast uh, my star wars books podcast now this is lit um is a podcast (laughs) about star wars books that i host um and uh if you so if you want to listen to that you can so you're listening to this at the beginning of may uh, we release new episodes the first friday of every month so we'll be back in june um and that'll be great i'm really excited to
1: be back yeah me too
0: thanks for listening All we right. really appreciate you
1: yeah until next time stay cool people